Welcome to Looking Up. This is a podcast for Christian women. I'm Kathy Pollard, one of your hosts, and here is Carla Moore, your other host. And this week we're recording on deck seven of the cruise ship Odyssey of the Sea. And we thought we would just continue chatting about what we started last week when we shared with you we had just arrived in Rome and told you a little bit about what we had done. And so now we've seen a few more things Mm -hmm. since then. Lots more. The rest of our group has joined us. Um, For those of you who don't know, John and Carla lead uh, Bible passages tours to Israel, um, Mediterranean stops that are Bible lands. I'm wording that awkwardly, but so we're on one of those, and this is a long one. It's about 12 nights, but then if you add Rome in, it's more like two weeks and a day or something like that. For us, it's about two and a half weeks. The cruise itself is a 12-night cruise, so... The rest of the group has already joined us, and um, there's 56 total mm-hmm. of us in their group. It's been really fun getting to know everybody. If you see us looking around every now and then, it's because we are in the middle of busy cruise ship life. So and there's an emergency preparedness drill going on, so yeah. people are scurrying around so drilling. Music, there's people walking by, and um, so we're <laughs> apologizing in advance for all the distractions. But we didn't want to miss a week chatting with yeah. you all. So, mm-hmm. how are you feeling, whatever day this is on this cruise? You know, they have the uh, when you get on the elevator, they have those signs in the floor that tell you what day it is, and those have been super helpful because yeah. <laughs> I've lost track of time. But I'm today is Saturday. Yeah, I'm almost embarrassed to admit this, but at first I thought they were just naming elevators. You know, like each because I kept getting in on the Sunday elevator. <laughs> You thought you were on the same elevator every time? Yeah. It, it, you know, it's so helpful, though. You kind of do lose touch with reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lose track of what day it is, what date it is, what mm-hmm. time it is, because the time change yeah. keeps flip-flopping. And yeah. And I, in fact, they I didn't ever understand exactly what that was about when they told us to change the ship time, because yeah. it was a different time than around us. But yeah. they're just trying to get us all messed up and spend money. And, you know, I guess that's what they're trying to do. Yes, and doing a good job of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We get free coffee, but yet. <laughs> well, there's Still just something the to be said. <laughs> we are, well, and actually today is a day in port at Crete. Mm-hmm. We're in Crete. Mm-hmm. And Kathy and I decided we would stay on the ship and record this podcast and just kind of take a little breather, really, because it's been pretty go, hectic. Go, go. Yeah. And, and we may, what? Wonderful off and walk around the port a little bit maybe we want to I've been here have you ever been here Mm-mm. well you have to get in a bus and go um, transfer into town if you want to go anywhere interesting but there are a few little things on around the port but, yeah you know. it didn't break my heart too much to stay on the ship today because I learned that the part that Paul would have visited you it's really hard to get to. oh I didn't know it's that. on the okay. other side yeah. so it's a large place I didn't realize that either I, I Here's the thing, when we do these tours, my part is more helping people find the bathroom, helping them find uh, a drink of water or whatever they need. And I sometimes, hate to admit it, but sometimes I zone out on what John's saying or what Neil's saying because I'm, I know, it's terrible. I really do feel bad about that because I started, when we were talking about recording today, I was like, okay, we stood there in near the, the, was it a temple in Pompeii? I know they said it was never a church building, mm-hmm. but anyway, and Neil spoke, and I 
remember how it, I thought, wow, that's really great, but I don't remember anything that he said. Well, don't tell Neil. We don't have to share their messages with you. Yeah. Well, you come on the trip and you can listen and I'll mm -hmm. still help you find the bathroom and a drink of water and all those other things that I'm supposed to do. But Yeah, Neil and I are supposed to be helping and we pretty much just stay at the back of the group and help people that are moving a little bit slower, the stragglers, yeah. make sure we don't lose any of them. That's been our job. <laughs> we won't say that you're at the rear end, right? You did it. I did it. You did it. Oh, I did it again. How to explain. Well, you can explain because that, that's, Brian is really. Yes, we had a guide when we visited. A couple days Athens. ago. Yeah, that's right. Our guide touring Athens and the Acropolis and all that. Brian Ketchum is always in the back with us and he has a camera and oh, I keep looking at that screen instead mm -hmm. of that one, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, he has a camera and so she's been referring to him, she was referring to him as the official photographer and mm -hmm. then she would say, she kept calling him the rear end. And then, <laughs> and then she would say things like, <laughs> should I stop? <laughs> you have to now. She would say things like, oh, I see my rear end now. And one time she said, I have lost my rear end. <laughs> person that I am never laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> yeah, you're gigging Neil in the ribs, no doubt, every time. Oh, it was funny. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to refrain from one of the things we laughed about, but, and <laughs> we're tired, so again, tired. you know, things are, are funny, but, um, and I am not making fun at all of these accents, because I think they're so fun. They're very fun. And I love listening to, to people talk mm -hmm. with different accents and different languages, but it seems like um, the TH sound is difficult in <laughs> in the, I guess it's Greek, the Greeks, well, it was probably in, in Ephesus too, but you know, the um, 30,000 people <laughs> said, you know, we're in, in this location. And so I, there are other things that were said too, but I will refrain from going too far into that. And then instead of V, Another announcement uh -huh. from the captain. Assembly station team and embarkation controllers. It's a good time for a sip. Grouts. Man your grouts. Man your grouts. Grouts, maybe? I mean, are they working in the shower? <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a quality episode, I can tell. <laughs> Very deep subject. And then another thing is instead of making the V sound, they would make the W sound. So they would say, know the scenery hasn't changed just the vehicles <laughs> okay <laughs> and instead of reservation reservation what was Res it? reservation <laughs> yeah yeah anyway uh, okay fun. yeah it has been but cruise life is pretty glorious yeah it is I am loving I feel so special I feel important our waiter at our table mm -hmm. loves us. Yeah, or he pretends to really, no, really he, well. He does love okay. us, and wants he only Ma'am Kathleen. Ma'am Kathleen, I want to be called that for the rest of my life, and he only wants me to be happy. Yeah. And if I don't order an entree, he comes. Kathleen, Ma'am mm -hmm. Kathleen. Ma'am Kathleen. Tell me, 
What, what do can like I do for do? you? What do you like to eat for supper? I will get it for you. I yes. And so they wait on you hand and foot. They really do. controllers, embark a crew to the survival craft. Embark crew to the survival craft. Oh. Embark crew to the survival craft. Somebody needs the survival craft. <laughs> This is a drill. This is only a drill. I think it's almost over. It is good to know that they do this. Yes, very safe. To all key personnel, you can make your way to the bridge for a debrief. Thank you for your attention. All right, we are very sorry for all the interruptions, but we are on a cruise ship. Yeah, and most of the people are off today they're on Crete like we already mentioned mm -hmm. but back to the crew I I feel like they they genuinely enjoy their jobs and I hope they do because our room steward his name is Randy and I think he's from the Philippines um, John met him the first night and got all that information and I I wasn't standing there when he did but he's just the nicest guy and always wants to you know bring us a towel or whatever mm -hmm. we need we've been trying to bring him something back from every port we've been into just a little something like a John brought him some olive oil yesterday which I thought was not something that a little tiny jar of olive oil but we brought him some macarons on the day we went to Turkey anyway wow. they're just <laughs> they're just, I'm trying to make you feel bad you I feel do bad? I do yeah. feel bad no no I'm, I'm I really do think that they enjoy their jobs and and the um, staff in the waiting room I mean in, <laughs> in the dining room <laughs> the wait staff in the dining room they're just they have um, the best manners to them and, and sweet and kind. And like you said, they want to bring you whatever you want to make you happy. So it's easy to see how people get hooked on cruising. Oh, and I, yes, I had no idea. This is our very first one, mm -hmm. and I am all about it. And like you were saying, no matter where you go, whether you're on or off the ship, because there are um, cruise staff where you're boarding to get back mm -hmm. on the ship, and every single one of them, welcome back, welcome home, hope you had a great time, yeah. you know, just so polite, yeah. warm, friendly. Just walking down the hall, anyone you encounter says hello and welcome and good morning and all those things. Can I so. do something for you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's wonderful. It then is. when this is all over. Where's our buffet? Where we, yeah, I mean, you can have room service anytime you want mm -hmm. and they'll bring coffee to your room or whatever you want to your room. And yeah. Yep, it is, it's a kind of an addictive life, I'm sure, but we shouldn't get too accustomed to it, I'm sure. Well, early on, we were talking about, I don't think we shared this last week, so I'm going to bring it up, being a little bit stiff from traveling, you know, long flights, and and how, as you get older, you might, it might take you a little bit longer to stand up, you know, mm -hmm. without groaning or moaning or, you know, all those things. I haven't encountered that yet. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, you don't know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Well, you'll get there one okay. day. Okay. But... Were you the one that mentioned Sophia Loren? Yeah. Or is that somebody else? Yeah. yeah. And you had heard that, what did she say? She was on some program years ago, uh, Oprah Winfrey or something like that. And she was just sitting there and so elegant with her legs crossed. And she was probably in her 70s at the time. And Oprah said, how do you do it? How do you stay so youthful looking? And she said, one, among other things, one of the things was when you get up from a chair, you just get up and go. You don't you know, push yourself up and groan and make noises and, you know, <laughs> every time I get up, I do that. But she said, you just get up. If it hurts, it hurts. You just keep going. And it, it just gives off the illusion of, of being youthful, I guess. So 
Yeah, so thereafter, we would remind each other. <laughs> Sophia, working too well. Sophia, Sophia yeah. yeah. That was a very Sophia. Uh-huh. But it's so appropriate because we were in Italy. Yeah, when she was born yeah. in a little town off right there in Naples, but it was not, I can't remember, starts with a P, mm -hmm. but real close to Pompeii. Mm -hmm. But she was born and raised there, so they're very proud of Sophia Loren there. Yes, and so we have to get up without grunting. And then I shared with you this morning that I heard or saw somewhere that if every day you lay flat on your back on the floor, mm -hmm and then rise to standing position without using your hands. If you can do that once a day, every day, for the rest of your life, apparently you will be flexible and limber for the rest of your life. Just think how much people would like to see you do that right now. <laughs> Maybe not. God, you're so going on script, <laughs> <laughs> Unscripted. Unscripted. We will, we do promise we will go back to our cabins and try it. Yes, we will. Okay. Yeah. I and can guarantee know, I can't do I, it. If I wasn't in a skirt with people walking around, <laughs> maybe I would try that. I'm trying to think how you do that. So you would, I, I think I could sit up without your hands though. I think I could sit up. I know I could roll over Yeah. and maybe get my knees underneath me. I don't know. I feel like I could roll up to a sitting position pretty easily, but from there, more challenging. Yeah get to the knees. I don't know. Can you use your shoulders like lean up against something? You, you can't do that? I don't know. Well, we should try I it. I have to look up the rules. I think we should try it. Okay. Yeah. We have to do it every day so that we'll be graceful. Well, I, I'm beyond being graceful, I think. But <laughs> anyway. All right. Do you want to share a little bit about what all we've done since the last time we talked? We were still in Rome last time we recorded, so we've been everywhere, man. We've been everywhere. So that was, we recorded on Thursday night and then people, people, some people had already arrived, but a lot of the rest of the group came in on Friday morning and, you know, everyone was bone tired that had just arrived, but you have to just keep going. That's one of the things we found. If you lay down to take a nap, it's, it's pretty much over for the rest of the day. So if you can just keep yourself going, keep pushing through, you'll feel better the next day. That day is kind of a wash, but so we had a kind of a meet and greet on top. They, the hotel that we stayed in has a, a rooftop terrace mm -hmm. and we had a buffet of some pizza and different things, some little Italian sandwiches and salad. Yeah, lots That's of good stuff. A week ago, it's hard yeah. to remember. That was a long time ago. Yeah, and so. That's a lot of miles ago. Uh-huh, most everyone was there. Part of your Lehman group, they went and did, they got to go in the Coliseum because they found tickets on their own. So they were um, pushing it to get back up the the city streets um, to make it back to the meet and greet but everyone got there and it was fun to see everyone and um, yes. make connections and see that some people kind of knew each other from have you heard there's been several like um, I can't remember who it was Pam Rick and Pam knew from years and years ago it was uh, Shannon's mom somewhere oh, that's in their past yeah small world all the con crossover <coughs> connections yeah so after we had the meet and greet, we went and did kind of a walking tour over the streets of Rome. We went to the Trevi Fountain. We went to the Spanish Steps. Mm -hmm. um, we went by the Pantheon that night, but you can't go in anymore. I think I mentioned that last week. You, I mean, you can, you have to buy a ticket, and we didn't have tickets. Um, we did a lot of walking, and so people who had just come in that day, I know it was pretty tough, but no doubt they slept well that night. 
We had we sampled gelato that night. That was probably my favorite yes, that we've too. had so far. Yes, yeah, lots of hundred and fifty mm -hmm. flavors. Yeah, I didn't. From. I didn't. I didn't go the whole length of the store. Did you? What'd you end up getting that night? It was too crowded. I don't even remember. I've had so many gelato yeah. since then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was that was what we did that day. We started at about four, and it was dark when we got back to the hotel, and um, so we didn't really have an official dinner that night. So that was Friday. Saturday we got up. Um, we went. I, did we go first to the Vatican Museum? And um, we did get to skip the line, and we got in fairly quickly, and, and we weren't there for too long, but we, um, it, it's, visiting the Vatican Museum is, you can't stop unless you're by yourself, and even then, you're kind of pushed along with the crowd. I've always thought it's kind of like the log ride when at Six yeah. Flags, you just get bumped, and you're hot and sweaty, and, you know, you're real close to people you don't really want to be too close to, and. You just can't stop and look at things, but yeah. um, but we did get to go through the Egyptian artifacts area, which is, I think, my favorite place. Mm -hmm. The mummies, I mean, you, they're right there on display. Yeah. There's actual the mummies. Mm -hmm. kinds of things. Yeah, so we spent the morning there at the Vatican. We had, everyone kind of went on their own for lunch. We had a little area that we went to and everyone kind of scattered and did their own thing for lunch. And then we went over to the Colosseum area I'm thinking, and um, again, we couldn't go inside because of the ticket situation, but we uh, walked around the outside. We saw the Arch of Constantine, then we went inside the, uh, the forum. That's where Rick didn't get to go in because he had a knife in his belt. Rick and Pam Randall are with us, and, and um, we both know them from, from Denver because they live in Littleton, or live in Littleton. Mm -hmm. and, um, They've ranched for years, and Rick doesn't go anywhere without a knife, and they just... Or a cowboy hat and boots. Mm -hmm. He had on sneakers that day, though. Oh. Yeah. It was, I don't think I'd ever seen him in sneakers before. So he didn't get to go in. Um, he had to wait outside with our guide, Costanza, and uh, I'm sure that was a fun conversation. In fact, I know <laughs> that he gave her his and Pam's history. And uh, they're just a sweet couple. So we went to the Roman Forum, which is John's current favorite thing right now. He's been doing a lot of reading on it and, and all of the history that took place there. So after the Forum, what did we do that night? We did three things that was day. Was that the catacombs? Yes, we went to the catacombs. Mm -hmm. And um, that was our last stop of the day. And that's pretty cool. Did you like that? You I did. Mm -hmm. I wanted more time in there. Yeah. I have never been able to do that and I've always wanted to so that was exciting and it's incredible to go see how elaborate the system was underground yeah and um, just envision what it would have been like to lay family members to rest under there or to go in there to pray or worship yeah. or um, it was incredible we did sing yeah. down there mm -hmm. also yeah so the acoustics were amazing yeah and there was a couple of I don't know, three or four people that were not with our group that went through with us as a group. And mm -hmm. it's always fun to watch people's faces when we sing and they're like, wow, um, that was that was neat. And I think there was a wedding going on at that church building I that thought. night. Yeah. yeah, I think they were going to get married in the catacombs. Now, I don't know that I could do that. I don't think so either. Underground. Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of weird. But a place of tombs. 
different strokes, right? I, I, what made you think they were going underground to do that and not in the church building? Well, because they were they were gathering all their wedding party and they were standing at the entrance to okay. the catacombs, and then you could see over across the street was where they had their um, reception and stuff yeah. set up. Yeah. So it seemed like they were having the ceremony in the catacombs. Because okay. they say there's a little chapel area. Well, that would be one place you could say probably that you're the only one of your friends that has ever gotten married in a catacomb. It is a little, funeral. yeah, it is a little claustrophobic. And one of our group was, and I get that way. I mean, you know me, I can't do the Hezekiah's Tunnel. Yeah, I was surprised you did it. Well, the first time I thought and I asked, can I get out quickly? And they said, yeah, you can get out pretty quickly. And, and I just bit the bullet and did it. And if there's no one in front of me, I feel better, like I can just keep going. Although that place, you have to know where you're going because yeah. there's little tunnels little that go maze. off. And Do you remember how many <coughs> miles they said those catacombs I don't remember. Spread? It seems like it was a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's, it goes way beyond. I mean, it's all we underground. We just toured a tiny little bit of Right, it. yeah, and they've built a, like I said, where you mentioned the Weiss Fang was a chapel that they've recently built. I mean, recent here can be 200 years old, but um, that was... That was interesting. I like, I just, the, the thought of what actually was there is, it's, it's scary on the one hand, but it's, it's also interesting to me. Yeah. So that was Saturday, we, went, we did that, and we had dinner. I love that dinner. Yeah. I mean, it's probably not the best, best, best Italian food, but. It's the experience. Yeah, it's a neat restaurant. It's called Tavern Capronica, and we usually have our farewell dinners here at this, at the Capronica. So it felt like we were ending the tour on the second day. It was so strange. But uh, they bring an appetizer course of lasagna, which to me is the main course. <laughs> that was strange. Yeah, and the first time we ate there, yeah. like it was one plate of lasagna, and I thought, is well, there a salad? One plain plate mm -hmm. with a square of lasagna in the middle, nothing else. Yeah. So it makes it seem like this well, is it. This is, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Where's yeah. my salad? Where's my. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then they bring you another plate that has a big serving of uh, grilled salmon mm -hmm. and a salad and bread. And mm -hmm. We had potatoes. We had potatoes one time. And then panna cotta. No, tiramisu, tiramisu. there. Yeah. yeah, and it was good. Mm -hmm. They bring it. It looks like a little half mason jar, and oh, it's good stuff. Very good. Yeah, so then we walked back to the bus. I don't know, how many steps did we, those first couple of days, I feel like we got over 20,000 steps. Yeah, probably about 100 million. Yeah, yeah. We burned a lot of calories that day. We, have, by the way, have made a pact that we are not talking about calories or how much we eat or we have just decided no. we're gonna enjoy the Let's experience. Let's just say I feel safe to say we are earning our gelato. With some all days, the some days, some days I feel like I have not. Yeah, but today will be one of those days. Let's not break the pact here on us. Yeah, yeah, we're doing fine. It's mm -hmm. gonna be all right. We get home. We'll worry about it when we get home. No, no, <laughs> plenty of carbs. We're fueling our bodies anyway. Forget that. Anyways, where were we? Okay. <laughs> Sunday. Let's do Sunday. Sunday, that was fun. That was uh, and not just fun. It was great. It was uh, we met with the church in Rome, and I don't know how many people do you think were there that were. Members. I couldn't really see them because I was in the very back mm -hmm. row and off to the left. So yeah. I couldn't actually see anything going on up front. I think there was 30 people 
um, of, their of their members in the room behind us. Okay. And, um, and so Wayne Jones preached and there was a, a translator, it was a, an American man, but his family, I think he, he said he'd grown up there at, at some point. Do you remember any of the details? His dad was a missionary in, Ro in Italy, I guess in Rome, when he was, he graduated from, I remember him saying he graduated from Italian high school. Um, but he had been back in the States, I want to say in Ohio, and they were there. I don't know if they were living there, if they happened, happened to be visiting, but um, so he translated for Wayne, and we sang songs. Our, while they sang in Italian, we sang in English, and some songs we sang just in English, some songs they sang just in Italian, and that was a highlight, a highlight of the trip for me, because I'd never been there before. Mm -hmm. That was great. Mm -hmm. I think it was the highlight of the trip for a lot of our group. Yeah, yeah. So altogether, there was probably 90 people because we had 56 along with theirs, and it was packed into it's kind of a long and narrow room, and um, and that was a great that was, was a great time. But we had to jump on the bus and get to the ship by one o'clock. Mm -hmm. It was about an hour drive, and that was a zoo trying to get on the ship and. Um, done it once before and I remember it being a little hectic but yeah it everyone's feels, trying to get on. It feels just like an airport terminal. Yeah. You walk through security, scan your stuff, mm -hmm. they you know pass you down these different lanes where you show your ID or whatever you have to do and then you board the ship. Yeah. That was it. Was your room ready when you got on? Because mm -hmm. sometimes they say your room's not ready and you I have to just kind of hang out. Ours was too but our luggage was not there right away. No. But I had read ahead of time that that might be the case, that you oh. want to carry things on your carry-on, and then before the day is over, at some point, your luggage will arrive. Right. So yeah. And it didn't take long. For that. Mm -hmm. Another thing I was, that was unexpected mm -hmm. was um, I had been told that the cabins are really tight, mm -hmm. and so I would ordered the magnetic yeah. hooks for the walls, because I was reading, keep everything up off the floor in your little counter space, because there is hardly any counter space, yeah. and hang everything up on the wall, and so I was expecting to feel like really tight, but there's tons of storage yeah. in these rooms and there's bathroom counter space, mm -hmm. there's cabinets. We have storage and cabinets in our room that we're not even using. Yeah. So that was mm -hmm. a nice surprise. It was much bigger than I expected. Yeah, very well planned because mm -hmm. the beds are a little higher so you can slide your suitcases underneath yeah, and, and then our dirty clothes bag is under there. Is that where yeah. we have a drawer for that? which is very full, by the way. <laughs> and then the cabinets over the bed that yeah. open up. We haven't even used those. Yeah, I put my carry-on up there. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they are very well designed. We haven't, I haven't felt cramped at all. Oh, me neither. I it's can imagine great. how more than two people in the room would be yeah. crowded. And there's a few people that have three to a room here, but yeah, um, yeah it's a very well designed. So Sunday, so that was the end of, well, I mean, we had dinner together and well, the one thing in the dining room, in the main dining, so we are sitting at a table together along with Lance and Robin Riddick and Hiram and Brittany Kemp, mm -hmm. but we don't switch around. Mm -hmm. And part of that is fun, because I like knowing that you're gonna be there, but, but I feel like we could get to know the other people a little better if we switched around. So you can go to the other dining room that has the buffet. There's a kid screeching in the background. That's pleasant happens um, so in it's called the wind jammer so you can go through the buffet and there's more food than you can it's almost embarrassing 
how much food there is. Yeah, you can get whatever you want. At this point in the trip, I've kind of gotten to the point where I get up and I'm thinking, I don't want breakfast. Yeah. I feel like we just ate. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't been doing breakfast. We'll, we'll get coffee and maybe John will go get a muffin or I've just kind of been waiting for lunchtime. Yeah. But, I did that yesterday. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you have the dining room if you want something more formal. It'll take about two hours yeah. from start to finish mm -hmm. by the time they bring out all the different courses. Kind of an event. Yeah, or the Windjammer, as you say, is buffet and it moves a lot quicker. There are tons of buffet lines. Yeah. So and a lot of them have the same thing. Same thing. So it'll be like two stations. lines of the same food so more people can go through. Yeah, but then there's also a bunch of little places like there's a little pizza place, there's a little Mexican place, mm -hmm. or a little bakery kind of place. Mm -hmm. So you can still meet different people in the group. Right. And and we've been meeting at the back of the ship behind the buffet to play cards in the evenings and that's been fun too yeah so eventually by the end of this coming week i feel like we'll know everyone because we're trying to get to know everyone yeah it's challenging with 56 people i almost pulled a tammy roberts the other day when we were coming back from athens it was at the end of the day we were all on the bus we had just sung a couple of songs and i almost stood up and yelled out I chickened out. That's something she would do. Yeah, she did that. We had higher ground camp, Bible camp for teen yeah. girls. That sounds like something she She started did. that mm -hmm. and did it every single year. She would just randomly, in the middle of who knows what, stand up and yell out, I love everybody at this camp. And then we would all hug each other, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I almost did that on the bus and I chickened out. <laughs> I challenge you to do it. Well, I told Neil about it. Mm -hmm. I said, I almost pulled a Tammy Roberts and I told him what I almost did. And he just kind of looked at me and said, probably better that you didn't. <laughs> I was like, well, that's one way to make sure yeah. I never get my courage up and yeah. do it on this trip. So. Make but, him do it. But I'll be thinking it. Yeah, I'll think it with you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that was, that goes through Sunday. Monday we went to Pompeii. Yes. To Naples, which uh, that's the port. It's the port of Naples or Napoli. Napoli. And uh, we went through the ruins of Pompeii and it's enormous. Yes. Did you look at the map? I mean, there's a map this size, and it's you know goes to the edges, and we covered like this tiny much of it. Yeah, of teeny it. tiny little portion, and um, you know there are things there that are very. I mean, it's not good stuff, and we always tell the guides we prefer not to go Skip through that. that. Skip mm -hmm. that. There's a red light district in Pompeii. Yeah, well, there's a lot of that in there, but uh, there's a lot to see without having to go through that, and. Um, interesting things like I didn't I didn't hear this Shane Kay told me this that you know those round stepping stones through the streets mm -hmm. and they talked about how when the, the rain would wash the trash and the sewage and stuff that way out through the streets and you didn't have to step into the street you could just go from stepping stone to stepping stone so it's the streets are like I don't know 12 inches or so mm -hmm. off of the sidewalk and there would be big round um, pylon looking things, mm -hmm. stepping stones, so you could step over the street to get from one side to the other. But she told me that their guide, the last time they were there, told them that um, most carts and chariots wouldn't fit, they couldn't fit over those stepping stones. So if you came to Pompeii to buy something, you would have to rent their cart. So it was a way of making, oh, you know, money or yeah, taxing or whatever. Yeah. So. That was 
something kind of interesting. One and little interesting tidbit that was probably also Shannon Kay sharing it was that um, the sidewalk in Pompeii and leading down the road all the way down to the, the fishing port at the time mm -hmm. had those marble squares, or they really looked like half shells made out of marble mm. set here and there, and that was very practical. It was so that at night, sailors coming back, the moonlight would hit oh. the marble and light it up okay. so they could see their pathway yeah. back home. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I'd heard that. They had been there once, mm -hmm. like before, well, she and Wayne and David and Tina, I think, had been there with a private guide. So she, I know it's a lot easier to listen when it's a smaller yes. group. Um, I didn't realize until this time that they didn't die of lava flow. It was ash that suffocated them. And it must have been really, really fast. And the weight of the ash, that's why people were found um, in the position, you know, a lot of them just like head down with their arms out and because they were, they were suffocated by this, this heavy ash. So that was interesting. Yeah, and it seems like several places we've been have um, experienced volcanic activity or earthquake activity and that they're all currently active. Yeah, where we are, <laughs> right here. Where we are. Uh -huh. <coughs> yeah, um, and then we had, this is really dumb, but I've been looking forward to this for five years because we were here five years ago and there's a pizza place right outside Pompeii, wood-fired pizza oven, and the pizza in Napoli, at Naples, um, is the like twisty, <laughs> twisty crust, <laughs> I can't remember the word. It's soft, chewy, that's the word I'm trying to think of, chewy, chewy crust, and you know, it's kind of floppy and soft, and oh, I, it's pizza just so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Napoletano pizza. <coughs> so I, I, I was excited to get through Pompeii so we could go to the pizza place. That's how my brain works. That's the shallow <laughs> side of that. me, yeah. It was good. So we did Pompeii that morning. Um, did we do something that afternoon? We drove through Naples mm -hmm. and spent some time in Naples. Yeah, on the bus, and we were nearly late back to the ship, and that was the most stressful panicky. part of the trip. We and were almost dock runners. Yeah. Oh no, I don't. I didn't like that at all, and I felt so bad because it was the very first excursion off the ship, and I know people were really stressed. Not. I don't. We weren't like right under the nose, but yeah, just got back a little later. 45 minutes before we, because the, the I always want to call it the gangplank, but it's the gangway. Gangplank is on a pirate ship. Gangway was supposed to be up at four, and it was, I remember looking at my watch at 3.30, mm -hmm. still on the bus. Mm -hmm. And the guide we had that day was just so nonchalant, and he was like, We're, it's a five oh, minute it's just drive. it's five minutes, nothing to worry and about. And we could see the ship from the coffee. road. Yeah. Espresso and would have had a cow. Our guide in Israel never wants us to let everyone go do their own thing. And this was at three o'clock. He yeah. said, go get a, here's a great place to get coffee and a pastry. pastry. He must have had a, yeah, pastry. A pastry. He must have had a deal with that shop owner to and send so everybody going, in there. Shouldn't we be, shouldn't we be going? Yeah. Shouldn't we be getting back on the bus? Yeah. No, uh, Good. I'm pretty sure my blood pressure was not good <laughs> that day because there everyone's scattering and I'm thinking we're supposed to be like back on the ship in less than an hour and we're yeah. still in the square well, in Naples. Well and have some in the group that can't move very right. fast yeah. so it's not like you can book it once right. you get off. Yeah and we still had to walk back to the bus mm -hmm. 
and he it was five minutes from the from the ship but the streets are like this and it was traffic time yeah, and oh we could have walked faster probably well a lot of us were like can we just get off get and off walk here. but they could but not everyone could have done it so anyway we oh, thankfully we made it back it worked out yeah it, we're here so it worked out but we have been like we're not going to <laughs> allow this to happen again and i yeah. i when john and i talk about time schedules and he's the one that always makes the schedule and I look at it and I'm like you know he'll have something up till three o'clock and we're supposed to be back on at four I'm like oh, that's just too close for me too too many ifs and possibilities so I prefer to you know at least have an hour and a half but anyway we did it we got back on and uh, everyone was relieved what was, where was that? That was Monday. Naples. Mm -hmm. And then the next trip was... We were at sea on Tuesday, and that was nice. Mm -hmm. It was kind of a chill day. We played cards and yeah. walked around, and um, we had El Loco Tacos that day, mm -hmm. I remember. That's right. mm -hmm. And Wednesday was... Turkey. Turkey, Ephesus, yeah. Mm -hmm. So talk about that, because that was not at all what we I'm expected. I'm starting to have voice issues. And, um, it's okay. <coughs> very self-conscious that Brian Ketchum's fancy specialty mic is right here. Right next to your picking throat. Picking up everything. So Turkey was a surprise for me. I don't know what I expected, but it was gorgeous. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful country. One unusual note is that there are cats and dogs everywhere. Yeah, I forgot about what? that. What is that? Just laying about? right yeah. in the middle of the road. They're all the same kind of dog. Mm -hmm. Big, almost Lab. Almost, yeah, lab slash German Shepherd mm -hmm. kind of dogs because they have that one here. And they are well fed. <coughs> yeah. And cats, so wherever you go, even on the, the, the ancient sites. Yeah. In fact, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but we were walking up to the Agora in Ephesus and there was a cat on one of the pillars and somebody had sprinkled cat food. Did you see that? No. There was cat food sprinkled on the pillar. Where he was laying? Where the cat was laying and the cat was just sitting there eating it. I don't know what that's all about, but anyway, it's Turkey's really beautiful country, and um, Ephesus itself is magnificent yeah. with the humongous, <coughs> so sorry, um, amphitheater, mm -hmm. which they still use, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And um, they said it seated. Do you remember? Was forty thousand. I was going to say fifty thousand, but yeah, forty thousand yeah. people. It was like three layers. I don't know three. Layers. I don't so think layers is the right <coughs> word, but you know what I mean. Based on importance. Yeah. So the women were at the very top because they were the least important. Mm -hmm. And um, and then there was um, the library of Celsus, Celsus yeah. which was magnificent with its very tall columns. Impressive just to look at. Mm -hmm. And that's where Neil and I were trying to take a selfie, and this random stranger just walked up and stuck his head right yeah. in our picture. So mm -hmm. there he is. And, um, and to me, the most interesting thing that we went through was the terraced houses yeah. because it really gives you a glimpse of um, when you read about the Christians meeting in homes or think you know thank this brother or sister for having the saints in their home you know Paul would write in his letters I don't know what I pictured but it wasn't what we saw right I think I pictured something a little more brown right. and square mm -hmm. and small more hut like or something yeah. I don't know but um, these houses were very grand, right. uh, lots of beautiful design. You could still see some frescoes. You could still see the mosaics. There was lots of color, mm -hmm. very 
open plenty of room to house right. a church for worship. Mm -hmm. So, um, if you Google terraced housing in Ephesus, you can look and see pictures because it's amazing. And the reason it's called that is because it, they build one house on top of the other. Mm -hmm. And so we walked up and up and up and up and you got to see all the different rooms and, and that just completely changed my perspective and how yeah. I'll go back and read, next time I read those things, picture that mm -hmm. a little bit differently. It was hill country too, like uh, it reminded me of, of our home in, in Dripping Springs, just very hilly and like cedar, pine, evergreen trees, and um, mm -hmm. it was, the, the landscape was nothing like I expected it to be. But when he talked about, um, is it Acts 19, where they are pushed into the theater, is it they're pushed into the theater? Anyway, they are in the theater when they're, for two hours, shouting, the great is Artemis mm -hmm. of the Ephesians, for two hours, over and over. And one of the, Neil or John said that, it, Part of that theater was covered, and so you can just imagine the reverberation while they were shouting. That they were like trying to shout over the Jews trying to give a defense and um, for Jesus. So mm -hmm. it was a it changed the way I looked at it. Yeah. I was so glad that we got to go there. Um, there was and then we else. visited the the rug place, the oh, Aladdin's yeah. House of Rugs. <coughs> yeah, House, Aladdin's House of Rugs. Mm -hmm. That was so fascinating. It was. I kind of wasn't looking forward to that because yeah. I heard that we were going to be served this little snack at this carpet place and I figured it was just a big sales pitch mm -hmm. and it was, yeah. but they also showed us um, silkworm cocoons and they shook it. You could still mm -hmm. hear that there was a, a worm rattling around in there. The whole process of how they extract the silk yeah. was fascinating mm -hmm. and then the rugs. Uh, to die for, no. absolutely beautiful. I didn't know I wanted and one until I we went. I didn't either, mm -hmm. and they have such a fabulous presentation, and they, they unroll those things mm -hmm. in a very theatrical yes. kind of way with mm -hmm. a lot of flourish, and yeah. then some of them they can pick up and spin around. Yeah, and then with some one of hand. Them, with one hand, and then some of them they would show it looking one way, one mm -hmm. color, and then they would fold it in half and turn, yeah. lay it out again, and it looked different. Right. And they called them their magic carpets. Mm -hmm. Um, but the whole thing was amazing, and I was just drooling all over those silk yeah. Turkish rugs. Fifty thousand dollars Turkish rugs. Well, and they explained it takes years, yeah, yeah. months or years, depending on the Both. size yeah. and pattern and colors, yeah, to make those things. Did you go up to the one that they said won the yeah. rug, and and the intricacy is just insane. Yes. And it was beautiful. But a few of our group did make purchases. Mm -hmm. And the little snack was more like a full meal. Yes. It was really good. Yeah. So it was fun. It was very interesting. Do you know how to say, is it mezes? Mezes? I don't know how to it's say that. It's like word. Turkish um, appetizer, mm -hmm. kind of like antipasti, antipasti, mm -hmm. or as we say in American, appetizers. Well, my favorite were, was they had these two long rolled up. Mm -hmm. They were some kind of flaky crust, almost like phyllo dough, and yeah. there was some kind of cheesy something inside. Kind of like a crab rangoon. Yeah, that was good. That was that, my favorite part. That was delicious. Was that and beef, do you think? Turkish meatballs. I think it was lamb. The, it didn't taste different. It tasted like beef, but I, no. I, I don't, haven't had lamb too much to know. Yeah, they called them meatballs, but they weren't really round. They were more oval-shaped. Yeah. Uh, then there were some meat ovals and something wrapped up in some kind of green leaf thing mm -hmm. with rice in it. Dolma. Was 
what the fuck is it called? Yeah. So it was really good. Yeah. It was very interesting. But I was so surprised. I'm glad we're going back to Turkey mm-hmm. um, tomorrow. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. And the colors. Yeah. Just the colors of everything all around and all the shops, you know, the things that they had for sale. I loved all the colors. I was just really drawn to it and very surprised by yeah. that. Yeah, me too. Well, back to the, the rug demonstration. There was a time we went in Israel to an olive oil demonstration place. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, you were there that, that mm-hmm. time. So 2018. How did you feel about that? Because I remember feeling like we were shoved into this room, the door shut, we had to watch this video, and then it, it just felt like this super high pressure. Yeah, I didn't That's care probably why both of us were not looking forward to it, mm-hmm. because it felt like it was going to be like that. Mm-hmm. But this was not. It was just... Um, it was almost like a, an a educational, demonstrational. That's how I felt. You know how mm-hmm. you can book those excursions called a taste of turkey mm-hmm. or a taste of Crete or things like that. It yeah. felt like that to me. Like, yeah. here's, this is a big part of our history and our culture, and here's how it works. Mm-hmm. And the guy that was uh, kind of in charge <laughs> of it had no accent. I think he was, he was raised in the state. Yeah, he was very American. Yeah, so he was very easy to understand. But then he'd turn around and speak to all of uh-huh. his workers in mm-hmm. Turkish. Turkish. <laughs> The turkey language? <laughs> oh, and it's not turkey anymore. It's turkey Turkeya. Yeah, they, changed, they officially changed the name, he said, in 20? Yeah, last year. because turkey is an animal or a bird, and they didn't want to be known as a bird anymore, something like that. After how many years? Yeah, yeah, so it's Turkeya. Turkeya. Um, yeah, so that was Monday. We did a little bit of shopping at the port, got mm-hmm. back on the ship, and um, now we have a yeah, quartet. A of group of, I think they're leaving. Okay. Oh, good. Yeah, they must have been meeting here. So that was Monday. No, that was not Monday. That was Wednesday. Whatever day that was, the next day was Athens. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. Okay, i got to get my mind on Athens now. Well, it was very crowded, for one yeah. thing. We started making our way up to the um, Acropolis, Acropolis mm-hmm. which our guide explained is what the whole area is called. And then the, the Parthenon, Parthenon the is temple. the big temple that you mm-hmm. might be picturing in your mind when you think of Athens, Greece. Mm-hmm. That was separate on yeah. top of the Acropolis. Yeah, it was. That's right. It was so, so Very crowded. crowded. And they had us going up in lines. Because they, the reason why up. is because they, they shut down an exit. So everyone was entering and exiting through the same mm-hmm. stairway. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, it was... It, it's interesting that they've always, and it's always going to be this way, they've always got scaffolding around part of the Parthenon, so you can't really see. The best view we got of it was once we were down in the museum looking up at it, but um, we we ha- always have to divide into two groups because 56 is too many in one group, and you're wearing the earpiece. That was a difficult one because it like fit around your ear. Yeah, and if you have an earring, it's not going to work too well. Um, but we went up on the up on the Acropolis and looked around for half an hour. No, we were there maybe an hour or so. Yeah, we had at least 20 minutes free time. Yeah. And then there was the tour part. Yeah. Then we went down and we met Dino Russo. Oh, but wait. Oh, sorry. So on top of the Acropolis, mm-hmm. there's the humongous temple, and it has 17 columns down the long side, and those columns are massively yeah. tall. Mm-hmm. And so the goddess Athene, no, that's... Diana? No, Diana is in, that's Artemis in Ephesus. So it, yeah, so it is. Athena. Uh-huh. Athens. Yeah, Athens, <laughs> <laughs> Too many 
mythical <laughs> gods and goddesses to remember. All kinds of things. Mm -hmm. uh, she would have been this huge statue inside of the mm -hmm. temple, but she's no longer there. Yeah. And but they also had Erexion, mm -hmm. which has um, six female statues. Keratids. Keratins, yeah. And I thought that building was impressive yeah. also. And and then there was um, a smaller temple to the emperor. Mm -hmm. So that was the only Roman mm -hmm. feature on there. So there's really lots to see up there. Um, okay, go ahead. Well, I think it's interesting too that that temple was there for 500 years before Paul before was there. Before Paul got there. So yeah. it was already on yeah, like ancient history. Yeah, like 5th century B.C. Mm -hmm. And I also thought, this is just a side note too, but did you ever think that some of the gold that you have on some of your jewelry may have come from these places? Because, you know, That's they right. stripped it all down and mm -hmm. it's been sold and, and traded and all that. And so Melted who knows, you may be wearing a piece of that Athena statue on right you. Right here. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, well, another thing, um, the, there's a wall, a, sort of a rock wall all the way around the Acropolis. And she never mentioned, our guide never mentioned anything about kinda that. Kind of like a retaining wall? It looks like it. Yeah. And it's, it's really tall. It mm -hmm. kind of looks like some of the ones that we would yeah. see in Israel. Neil asked the guide about it as we were leaving and about the dates of it. And she said some of it would have gone back to 1,000 years oh, wow. before first century. I hope they check the structural integrity that, of that. Well, and that every they, year. what they said was it, it's actually the most well preserved because every time a new whoever came in to change and do everything, they always um, shored up that wall because yeah. it would have been protection. Mm -hmm. So that was the most mm -hmm. important thing. So everything else on the inside was changing and shifting hands and crumbling or robbed mm -hmm. or whatever. But that huge wall was always shored up. That's why yeah. it's so well preserved. Mm -hmm. But it is like 3,000 years old. Yeah, that's crazy. You mm -hmm. know, we think of things at home in the States when they're two or 300 years, years old. old. We're putting them behind glass and fences and off, yeah. yeah. Don't touch no this. No flash pictures. Yeah, <laughs> and yet we're walking all over stuff. I, I've always thought that in Israel. It's so Me interesting. Um, but yeah, th then we went down, met Dino Russo. He's the owner of a travel agency, but he's also a preacher, a member of the church. And a local preacher. Yeah, and was it was a joy to meet him. We've visited with him on the phone before, and I think we're Facebook friends. And um, But he, we met him at the foot of Mars Hill. And Mars Hill, as our guide was saying. I wonder, wonder how they said it back then. Areopagus, Areopagus, Mars Hill. Let's Mars just call Hill. it Mars Hill. Mm -hmm. It's not at all the first time I saw what I thought. You know, you think, it, uh, and I'm sure it doesn't look any, didn't look anything then like it looks now, but it's just a pile of rocks. And you can crawl, not crawl, you can walk around on it, but it's very, um, you have to really watch your step because it's, rocky and um, slippery and did you see that entrance mm -hmm. had you been the here before steps. have you been in, in that never been okay before. so used to you could go up those old steps mm -hmm. and they're they're slanted you know because they've been there for thousands of years well, our guide actually told us we could oh she said she wouldn't recommend it because they're not very it was safe. roped off she said she, she said you can go up this way but i would recommend you choose the modern steps which are much yeah. safer yeah yeah well they, it was i thought it was roped off. It wasn't the last time we were here, and I thought several of our group went that way because mm -hmm. it was a challenge. But um, just that, to me, Mars Hill 
and the Acropolis was the most um, helpful in seeing Thanks. this Bible story, Bible account, whatever you want to call it. Um, just to imagine Paul standing on Mars Hill debating, and I even hate using that word, he was, he was reasoning with them. When you look at the definition of that word, he was reasoning with them and talking to them about this God that you call the unknown God. And, and you can see, I mean, you can just point from Mars Hill up to the Acropolis and, and that temple that is made with human hands. He said, the God that I worship doesn't live in houses well, made with human hands. And um, if you can just see it unfolding before your eyes, and that's one of my favorite places. And uh, so Dino, at the foot of Mars Hill, read that in Greek, or he recited it in Greek. And that was one of, it was really, really neat, but I was really, really looking forward to Neil speaking on Mars Hill, and we just ended up not getting yeah, to do that. I was so bummed for him, because he was really looking forward yeah. to giving a, the little devotional on Mars Hill, mm -hmm. but he, he loved what Dino did, and yeah. he said, how can we follow that up anyway? You know, it was perfect. Well, and, Neil and could. he knows the area, mm -hmm. and the way he spoke, you know, it was just perfect for the occasion. But what we did do is we went up on top of Mars Hill, and I said, give me a little snippet of your devotional. So I recorded him doing like a little talk, very short, yeah. minute long kind of thing. But you can see from him standing there, the Acropolis and the huge temple. And like you say, that was the most impactful moment for me because mm -hmm. it took, I knew it took courage, but it took so much courage yeah. because that type of pagan idolatry culture. and mm -hmm. culture is their life yeah. it's the it's the whole world of athens you can't you can't go anywhere in athens without seeing the temple on the right. hill mm -hmm. to athena mm -hmm. and for paul to stand up to that as as such a huge minority yeah um and we've been hearing all along on this journey about pax romana and mm -hmm. the peace and how they didn't want people coming in stirring up trouble which is exactly what they thought yeah. Christians were doing mm -hmm. in teaching about the one true living God and not all of these gods. Yeah. Um, it really did take a tremendous amount of courage yeah. and to stand there and see this is what he would have pointed to and this is what he said. Mm -hmm. You know, let me tell you about this unknown God. Yeah. It's just one of those places that makes chills. makes Paul's life come alive before your eyes and you know, riding through Acts like we did a few years ago and seeing how whenever he would go into a new town, he would immediately go into the synagogue. And you know he was going there to meet people, to introduce them to God and tell them about the gospel. And uh, that's, that, I just, I loved seeing that um, and just imagining him pointing up and saying, the God that I worship does not dwell in houses made with human hands. Mm -hmm. Just amazing, I love that. Um, so we learned a lot of little tidbits like that on this trip. Um, mm -hmm. We keep seeing uh, sculptures of Nike, the goddess mm -hmm. of victory. Or Nikki, as they keep saying. Have yeah. you heard them say Nikki? Yeah, Nikki. And John pointed out that she's always holding that wreath, that crown mm -hmm. of leaves, and that it was a crown of victory. But the Stephanos crown. Yes, which is what we read about in Revelation 2.10, mm -hmm. be faithful unto death and I'll give you the crown of life and how that's not a, a royal ruling mm -hmm. authority crown, it's that crown of victory. Yeah. And for them to use that kind of language, you know, these, this Nikki, Nike or whatever goddess was all over the place. Her mm -hmm. image is everywhere, everywhere you go in every scene, it seems like she crops up. Is she the one in the, the museum? 
that they had rows and rows of the little friezes that had Nike, mm -hmm. Nike, like Nike she walking was, up a staircase, Nike doing this or that. It was yeah, she was there. She was in Ephesus. Mm -hmm. um, she was in Rome. Yeah. Even on the, was it Titus, the Arch of Titus? Oh, I didn't that know. That whole victory scene. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, she's, at the, there's a period at the end, and there's Nike with her crown, her wreath crown right mm -hmm. there. So it seems like everywhere we went, she's yeah. been there. Hmm. I didn't, I didn't put that together. It just makes it so much richer to understand what they're saying in contradiction of the culture and what mm -hmm. they believed. Whereas when we read it, we go, oh, crown of life. Yeah, yeah. Um, things that may have been much more um, life-altering or uh, impactful to them. Mm -hmm. we, like you say, we just kind of gloss over. Right. So, yeah, good deal. Yeah, okay, so what was that? That was Athens. Wednesday in Athens. Mm -hmm. and, and we went to the museum, mm -hmm. and they have the actual, um, some of the actual, what's it called, just below the, um, you know, when you look up at the Acrop or the Parthenon and they've taken down all of the, they were marble. It's the not a freeze. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know the name. Yeah, those were interesting. Mm -hmm. So huge. They don't look all that big when you're looking up at them, but they've put some of them in the museum there at, in Athens, and a lot of them are in the, the BM, the British Museum, mm -hmm. <laughs> and they're not coming back. I think they want them back. One of the they have the carotids there, except mm -hmm. for one, the best preserved one the British Museum took. Yeah, um, they said, our guide said they're in negotiation with them about yeah. trying to get it back. Yeah, our guide said it'll probably never come back. <laughs> and they, you know, once, the, what, possession so is nine. you the optimist guide. <laughs> we are the optimist guide. Yeah. 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 So, anyway, we went to the museum. We had free time for lunch, um, and then we... We didn't do anything else in Athens. We just got back on the ship Wednesday night. Thursday was yesterday, and we were in. No, this is yep, Saturday. This is Saturday. Yesterday was Thursday. Ephes Thursday was Ephesus, Athens. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday was Santorini. Was, was, did we miss something? No, Athens. Okay, was Monday the day was Pompeii. Santorini. Tuesday was a day at sea. Wednesday was Athens. Thursday so was. Ephesus, then Athens, then yesterday was Santorini. Santorini. Yeah. So what did you think of Santorini? Oh, it was gorgeous. Mm -hmm. It was, uh, I mean, the, the Greek Isles has been on my bucket list for yeah. decades. Mm -hmm. So I was just giddy. Put on your big sunglasses just, like Jacqueline oh, Onassis. Oh, man. I felt like it. It was, you know, let me tell you this. There's a lot of steps. Yeah. And I've been and puffing and puffing sandals. all up and down these steps mm -hmm. all day long. And at the end of the day, where Neil and I got on this, it was free time, so everybody kind of did yeah, their own thing. Yeah, stay on your own. So Neil and I got on this boat, and we're going to see this active volcano and hot springs and stuff like that. And I'm, I, I plopped on my feet on that boat because my face was red, and my hair was sticking in the back of my neck, and I was so hot and sweaty. My feet were killing me, and I just plopped down, and I was like... And I'm just sitting there, and this girl walks up the steps to get on this boat. It's her hair blowing in the wind. It looks like she had just walked out of the salon with the perfect silky blowout, and she is wearing this sort of um, cool-looking ice blue cotton short yeah. dress, and, um, you know, she smells like strawberries, you yeah. know, and she just walks in, and she sits down. She's got a little gold necklace on. She sits down all gracefully, and I'm, I'm going, <laughs> just looking at her. That's you how know. I felt the whole trip. 
I look at Neil and I was like, I feel like this is one of those memes, you know, where you've got the, this mm -hmm. is what I think I'm going to look like on yeah. Santorini. <laughs> <laughs> what I actually look this like. This is what I actually, I smell like a donkey. <laughs> No, you didn't smell like a donkey. Well, it did smell like a donkey at times because uh, you could walk up. They say it's 586 steps. Six yeah. steps, but that's that's the wide actual step. Steps. There's that, there are actually wide spaces between the steps mm -hmm. that you're walking and then going up and walking, and so it's quite a little hike. And mm -hmm. but it's absolutely beautiful and. Um, start out at Sierra and there's lots of little shops and an old church to mm -hmm. the saint of sailors, yeah, uh, Nicholas. I didn't hear. Oh, St. Nicholas, that's right. Saint Nicholas. Yeah. Not the Santa Claus, but the saint of, to protect sailors. And um, you can walk around there. You can take a bus to Oya, which is the place that has what you might picture in your mind when you think of Santorina, the, the white cliff houses mm -hmm. with the blue domes. Yeah. And I could have spent the entire day there. Yeah. It's all these little cobblestone alleys, alleyways, these gorgeous mm -hmm. homes with their little courtyards and their bougainvillea, or however you say yeah. that, of all different colors, and little shops with the, the fabrics and the pottery. And mm -hmm. we found a lunch place there overlooking the sea. Mm -hmm. But pretty much everywhere you go is going to be overlooking the yeah. sea because it's an island. And we were right on the edge. and ordered some sparkling water and something to eat. And I remember just sitting there thinking, wow, I can't believe I'm here. Mm -hmm. And it, it was just gorgeous. It was just stunning. Yeah. So it was, it was a beautiful day. Um, I can check that off my bucket list yep. finally. It's yep. And I thought, I love all the colors, mm -hmm. you know, that the sky was perfectly blue, mm -hmm. just like you see in all the pictures. We were given the tip, wear white mm -hmm. when you go to Santorini because it makes for better photographs the white houses, the blue domes, the colorful flowers, yeah. the blue sea, the blue sky, and then across the way, some of the other islands are active volcanoes, mm -hmm. and it was that really dark, black, volcanic yeah. rock. All the colors were just very vivid. Um, vivid. Yeah, yeah, that's a good word for yeah. it. Yeah. How was your day? You did something different, I think. Yeah, well, we just kind of got up when we wanted to, and it was nice. We didn't have any plans, and we ended up, we got uh, we kind of walked through here on our way out and we ran into Hiram and Brittany and we got on, get the, we had to tender across, mm -hmm. just take a little boat across from the ship to the shore. And if you said this, sorry, there was people walking by that distracted me. There's, there's a, I know you said the steps, but it's like a snake path to get to the top mm -hmm. of those 586 steps. So you can either walk them or you can take a donkey up mm -hmm. that snake path. I feel so sorry for those donkeys. Yeah, they looked a little sad. Well, what a grueling job. Yeah, yeah. Robin got smushed between, not smushed, but her knee yeah, got kind of... the donkey smushed her knee up against the wall. Yeah, yeah. and she was limping last night. So you can take, you can walk it, you can take a donkey up, or you can take the cable car up. But, I mean, all there is at the foot of the mountain is just a little teeny tiny... Um, little port, old yeah, port. Yeah, it has a couple shops yeah. and... Uh huh. So we. And then this huge, huge rock, sheer rock cliff, and then the, the white towns at the top. Yeah, so yeah. That. So the only, you're, as you're saying, there's only. Mm -hmm. you have when you to picture, get to the top, when yeah. you picture Santorini in your mind, you're seeing the top mm -hmm. of the mountain, and you have to get up there. So we we kind of walked around there, and once we got across, decided I just didn't want to do the donkey. Oh, I didn't want to do the donkey. And I've had First a. First of all, I was in a skirt. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, I've had a sore knee, and I, I, I don't mind going upstairs, but I just thought that would ruin me if I did that. So we, um, we ended up taking a boat from that little port area to the other side of the island, and then a bus picked us up and took us to Oya at the top. And so we ended up, we, we didn't intend to, but we ended up spending the day, not that we would, we're glad we did, spending the day with Brittany and Hiram, and uh, we ran into Brian and Shannon. Brian and Shannon did the walk from Fira to Oya, which was six miles, but they're 30, so they yeah, can do that kind bus. of thing. Yeah, we yeah. rode the <laughs> bus. We rode a boat and the bus. Yeah. And so we had dinner, uh, lunch with Hiram and Brittany, and then we, uh, met up with Brian and Shannon. We just walked the streets and, and saw some of the shops. And mm -hmm. um, we took, after we finished there, we took, well, somebody told us that if you want to shop in Oya, the same things in Fira are like half the price. So, you know, you can imagine at the very top where all of the oh, tourists okay. are, that's yeah. going to cost more. And it, yeah, that was true. I didn't buy anything yesterday. I didn't either. But we took the bus from Oya back down to Fira and we got gelato and walked around there a little bit and, um, and then took, Brittany and I took the cable car down, John and Hiram and um, Brian and Shannon walked down the stairs. And they were all like, their legs were quivering when they got to the bottom. Yes, my legs were quivering for sure. Yeah, and you had flip flops on? Uh, flip flops, I walked up and down, up, and then at the end of the day, back down. Yeah, and I, I used to do flip flops all day, every day, but I've had that, good morning. Good morning. I've had to kind of uh, change my foot footwear just because of arch support and all that. Mm -hmm. So flip flops are comfortable, but I couldn't do them on a day like yesterday. Anyway, that was kind of well, a fun and day. Dinner last night in the dining hall, mm -hmm. they have different um, themes, I guess, for you. So yeah. casual night, mm -hmm. formal mm -hmm. night. Um, last night was white night, mm -hmm. where you, and I guess that's in honor of Santorini. Yeah. So a lot of people chose to wear white dinner and then um, tonight is sort of a business casual it's a yeah. dress up night it's not formal mm -hmm. like tuxedo but it's dress suit yeah I did not pack well for this trip we we were here did the same thing five years ago and I remember several times wearing the jacket and then we were actually in you know we did a, a trip this time last year but it was a month later. I was thinking it was October, but it was actually November. It was a month later, and it was uh, cold in Rome. Yeah, we had jackets on. Weather. Well, I didn't bring enough short sleeve shirts, mm. and uh, so That's I'm. <laughs> yeah, John, not not be too pleased with that. I did get this in the, which is wrinkly now and sweaty. Sorry, you're <laughs> smelling fresh as a daisy here. Um, I wasn't gonna say anything. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't smell like strawberries it's like that. It's a great that. color on you. Thank you. You look like a strawberry. Thank you. Or raspberry. I think raspberry. We've had this discussion before. You're correcting before. my colors on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's what friends do, right? Anyways, yeah. so we had dinner. Mm -hmm. Then we, wait, what night are we talking about? Last, Last night. night. Then we went to see a show called The Book, which was, as far as what they did, very impressive. There were lots of special effects. Yeah. And special Acrobatics. And Lots of good musicians. The drummer was incredible, yeah. but also at the same time, slightly weird because I couldn't really understand what was yeah. going on. No, <laughs> it's like <laughs> art. What are we watching here? <laughs> yeah, it's like art. I mean, I'm supposed to understand something yeah. that I'm not really understanding. Yes. It was seven chapters. I got that part. Yeah. But there were no words. Book. There were no words. 
Well, the, the first guy, who I couldn't tell if he was like a ringmaster or a conductor. Yeah, I don't kept know. Kept saying, an adventure yeah. in the beginning. Okay, I forgot that part. And he was opening up different books. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it was just a forum to show dancing and acrobatics and musicians. And there was one woman who could stand on, not stand, she could stand on one hand and her whole body backwards, like her foot could touch her face. Yeah, dangling in front of her. It was crazy. And I don't yeah. know if she had any bones. It was, it was impressive enough when she would do that on both yeah. hands, standing up right. and doing that, but then she would lift, lift out hand. one arm. <laughs> I just kept picturing myself Here I am trying to see trying if we can that. get up off the floor without <laughs> using our hands. <laughs> exactly. Twisting all different <laughs> I couldn't do that when I was four. So yeah. she's we were we were calling very her limber. The woman without bones. Yeah. <laughs> we need to go see her today and see if we can get some tips about getting up off the floor. <laughs> now, so for the re every day now for the rest of our lives, we're gonna have to be laying on the floor and and lift ourselves up without <laughs> touching with our hands. Not gonna we happen just today. Want a happy medium between the woman without bones and Sophia Loren. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking if I can get. This far over. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'd be happy with right here. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, that's where we are. We that's are. That's where we are, and our guys went to Explore Creek. Mm -hmm. Actually, last night, I told Neil, he thought I was joking. I was kind of joking just to see how he would react. You, do you ever do that? Yeah. Say something like you're joking uh -huh. in case they go, oh, okay. Yeah. But I said, how about tomorrow you go Explore Creek? And I stay on the ship. And I was just thinking, it'd be so nice just to kind of decompress, yeah. mm -hmm. read a book on the balcony, mm -hmm. you know, something like that. Yep. And he's kind of went, what? <laughs> yeah, how can you not get off? Yeah. But then when I told you and you said, would you like some company? Mm -hmm. I was like, <gasps> Then we decided yeah. we need to record a podcast. Well, tomorrow. we really so did then it need became to. a work day. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear John say they, they've got to work tomorrow? Work. Yeah. <laughs> I was glad that he thought of it oh, that way. Oh, we really did too. And... We have to do it one more time yeah. before we head back. So now we've talked about doing this with John and Neil. Are we going to try to do that one with we them? We probably should since yeah. we told them because now I think they want to do it. Oh, uh -huh. So we'll have to use one of those at sea days yeah. to try to do yeah, that, we have which a will be fun. Back to back yeah. At the end of the week, mm -hmm. so I think it'd be fun. Is there anything else you want to share before we wind this up? Wrap it up. Wrap it up. I don't think so. All right. Think well, so. thank you so much for hanging in there with us again. We apologize for the not perfectly ideal yeah. <laughs> environment and for the fact that we're going to have to do this one more time before we get home yeah. but and thanks so much to brian ketchum for yes. helping us put this together because yeah. he's this, this is, is his computer his and these microphones. microphones yeah yeah we love i'm it. even I, I about 20 minutes ago i thought what if we're not really recording <gasps> waste your time it's going to be terrible hopefully we haven't just been having a conversation with ourselves with people walking by looking at yeah. us like what are they doing uh-huh but anyway, we just kind of wanted to share this experience with you all and um, hope it comes across that way. Your husband was kind of joking with us. Are you guys going to brag that you're on this cruise? No. And I, he was teasing, but yeah. at the same time I'm going, ooh, I hope no. it doesn't come across that way. No. We really just want to share mm -hmm. it with everybody and um, yeah. share kind of what we've learned and what we picked up and experienced, especially as a first-time cruiser. I've never done this. It's all new to me. Yeah. You're the you're the pro. Yeah, we've done it once, once One before. Time. Yeah. Well, well, tomorrow we're going to worship together here on the ship mm -hmm. in Bodrum or Bodrum. I'm not sure how to say I don't it. Know how to in say Turkey, uh -huh, in Turkey, and then everyone can do what they want to do. It's a kind of a free day on your own, and then we go to uh, Rhodes, mm -hmm. which is also Turkey, 
Yeah. Turkey, yeah. Turkey, yeah. And then we go to Cyprus. And we have excursions both of those days. And then we have two back-to-back at-sea days before we arrive back in Rome. So, yep. Much more adventures ahead of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we'll share all that Mm -hmm. with you. But um, we're not spending as much time on on Facebook. But if you have questions about anything or anything you would like to share, we always love to hear from you. So thank you for joining us. Enjoy this conversation with you. Mm -hmm. I love it when we're together to do it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah.